In a world where boredom runs rampant, one podcast and website to bring the tired masses back from the brink of insanity, cannedairpodcast.com. At cannedairpodcast.com, read up on old topics, listen to past episodes, watch movie trailers, read up on the gang, and new movies and video game store. Candarepodcast.com coming this summer, Thursday. You're listening to the Candare Podcast, your sidekick in the quest for knowledge, power, and entertainment. So strap yourselves in and prepare for victory. Welcome to another episode of Canned Air, the tribute to comics and pop culture. We changed our tagline there. Makes a little more sense. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk <laughs> just comics. We talk pop culture, too. So we might as well put it in the, put it in the title. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jeff Holcomb. And joining us today on the show, we have the co-writer and the artist, right? That's correct. Of the book, The Dark Hours, Mr. Kyle Roberts. Thanks for being with us, Kyle. You bet. Thanks for having me. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. <laughs> uh, we've got a good show today. We're going to be recapping a little bit on Daredevil. I know that's hard for people to probably believe. Uh, we haven't hit too much on it. Not too much. I feel like the last three weeks we've just been on fire with it. Star Wars has been more. <laughs> uh, we're going to visit Star Trek in the rumor mill. Um, I didn't tell you guys about this, but there's a mm. Save by the Bell movie on the horizon. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And we're going to be reviewing uh, Kyle's book, well, first two issues of The Dark Hours, which were phenomenal, but we'll save that for a little bit later. First, let's get into recaps. Recaps! All right, Jack, you want to break the news there on Daredevil? Rosario Dawson is going to be one of the cast members in the Daredevil series on Netflix. And she is fine, I might say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You a Daredevil fan, Kyle? Uh, there are times, yeah. Th- there have been good runs that I've liked. Not so much the movie per se, but We're but the character oh, yeah. himself. Yeah. I like the idea of Daredevil, <laughs> and yeah. I like the idea of the Netflix show. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's going to take off. I mean, what the uh, Orange is the New Black. That's the is that the first Netflix series they've introduced? No, House of Cards was off. Oh, House I, of I Cards. think House of Cards was the first. They one. had Hemlock Grove too. Oh, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 you're right. And those have all done really well, right? Yeah, very well. Well, award winning. Award winning. 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 <laughs> yeah, award women. Yep. Very cool. Well, I think that'll definitely add to the appeal, having Rosario Dawson in there. No word yet on who she's playing. Right. Just that she's going to be there. I guess I really don't know any other uh, really key players from that universe other than Daredevil and Kingpin, really. She'll be Elektra. Oh. Oh, okay. well. I won't fight. <laughs> on the teeter totter in the playground again. Oh yeah, don't let's not relive the Ben Affleck Daredevil. All right, so that's all on Daredevil. Uh, Jack, you had something on the Master Chief Collection for Halo, right? Uh, well, that's a re- yeah recap. That's what we're doing, huh? Yeah, that's what we're doing the rumors. Uh, yeah, the Halo Master Chief Collection. I got a couple of bullet points on what's going to be going on in said series. Because really? all we did was really just mention that it was going to be coming out. Right. Uh, Combat Evolved and Halo 2 will get two-player online and split-screen co-op, and 3 and 4 will have two-player sc- split-screen and four-player online co-op. Oh, it's online. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was <laughs> I was talking to him and the source, Jeff and the source over the weekend. I was like, yeah, Combat Evolved is going to be two-player co-op. They're wow. like, it always was. <laughs> <laughs> you a Halo fan, Kyle? Uh, I got a PS3, so that's outside of my realm. Because oh, they're, the they're bastards the like that. They, they won't release it on multiple platforms. Yeah, no. They really should. You know, I thought that after they uh, switched hands from Bungie to, what it was, it 343? 343, yeah. That they would, but no such luck. Fascists. <laughs> <laughs> well, are there any good shooter games on uh, PlayStation 3 and 4? I, I, am, mm. I have, know nothing about the systems. Other than the ones that are cross-platformed, I don't know of any. Yeah. Well, they've got what Metal Gear Solid, their title. Yeah. Yeah. It's not FPS though. No. Um, no, I'm just trying zone. to throw him a bone, Jeffrey. Oh, oh yeah, Killzone. <laughs> Killzone is the PS PlayStation one. Oh, but there is a what was that game called? 
It's not even a first-person shooter, but it's really crazy cool. Um, there's Last of Us was on there. Yeah. Um, They're revamping that one for PS4. Are they? Yep. Oh, my gosh. I got to play that. There was a... What was it? One more. And I loved it. Uncharted. Uncharted, yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. The pre- preview for Uncharted, was it five now or four? Oh, my God. It looks like a movie. Does it? It's, yeah, it's amazing looking. It already looked like a movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Never played it. Uh, everyone's unlocks and stats will be reset for Halo. So if you've got all everything, then you're going to have to start from scratch. Oh, really? The uh, Master Aww. Chief Collection. Yep. Um, three bastards. 343 is going to be tracking all the stats for all four games and collecting them on the uh, Halo Way- Waypoint website. All right. That's cool. That. Yeah. And the original button combination exploits, such as the famous BXR combo. I'm not sure which one that one is. Yeah, that's... Um you fire and then you punch. Okay. <laughs> fire punch. They're gonna keep. They're gonna keep that one in Halo 2's campaign and multiplayer. Oh, okay. But however, the six remastered maps will run on a modified Xbox One engine, so glitches won't work like they did before. So you probably won't be able to do the the fly across the screen one. Oh, with the sword. Yeah. Thank God. I hated that. It yeah. was fun, but. It was too hard to Yeah, but when it. someone killed you with it, you're like, God damn it. Yeah, nothing but swearing <laughs> online. And then Xbox will ban you for swearing. Oh, yeah, I've, I've been there. <laughs> I have been there. Is that like November it was coming out or something like that? I think said a couple episodes ago. One more recap. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Well, I guess it would be a couple of Star Wars Just recaps. Throw it out on the table. All right, so Han Solo really hurt his leg. It wasn't just a sprained ankle. Well, just a twist. <laughs> He really, he actually broke his leg. <laughs> Does he need a new hip? That's what I, was, <laughs> that's what I was just getting at. And I mean, a broken leg for a man his age probably takes, well, like six months to a year to pr- properly heal. Probably. It was bad enough he needed surgery, I read. Oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that part. Huh, doesn't Obamacare just put you down now? Where <laughs> <laughs> uh, they make exceptions for Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh, I'm sure everyone's making exceptions for Harrison Ford. So is that going to push the movie back at all? Or? Yeah, they're actually going to delay the movie a bit. They're, they may even have to rewrite the script a bit just to fit that all in. Which one of you was saying just a little bit ago about uh, writing him in like a hover wheelchair like they did Patrick Stewart? <laughs> well, oh, saying that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Professor Xavier I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope not. They'll just dump him in a back to tank for a little while and he'll heal. There you go. Also, they're going to have a, for the 8 and 9 movie, they're going to actually have a different uh, director. I think really? his name was Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson! So JJ's going to set the standard for episode seven, and then some guy's going to come up and hopefully do justice. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to tear it apart for the That's next That's going to be a hard standard to beat. You a fan of J.J. Abrams, Kyle? I, I'm pretty okay with him. I don't mind what he did with Star Trek. I know some people are totally offended. Right. But uh, not being a huge Star Trek fan, I was okay with it. I like seeing them able to run. As compared oh, yeah. to not yeah. <laughs> since the sixties, the they did with the time too. At yeah, first, just, I was like, "How are they going to do this?" And then he did that. I was like, "Oh, that's perfect." Yeah. yeah. Well, if they didn't, I mean, how could you keep the franchise really going without introducing a whole new cast and a whole new ship? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A whole new story. I think it was brilliant. This director also did Looper and Brick. I don't know Brick. I saw Looper. That had. Uh, the best actor in the world, Christian uh, Hayden. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Oh, shit. What am I thinking? Of? I'm thinking of Jumper. Never mind. Oh. Looper. <laughs> is Don't here. think yeah. of Jumper. <laughs> I was thinking of Jumper. Sorry. Brick is really good. You guys should check it out. Yeah, what? I've been wanting to see that. What was that about? Uh, it's kind of like a stylized noir. It's set in, I guess, the early 2000s. That's when it came out. And it's got, what's his name? The guy who played, who was in Looper. Oh, the, the lead, uh, Tommy. George, yeah, George. How uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Yes. So he's Robin. the lead in it, and it, it's kind of like a noir, whodunit murder mystery. It's really good. That sound hmm. does sound good. Yeah. I will check that out. Yeah, Looper. That that was a good movie. That was really good. I wanted to see that, but it didn't last. Seem like it didn't seem like it was around for very long. It just kind of all of a sudden disappeared. Well, maybe it didn't do as well as they hoped, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. It looked pretty neat. Anything else on that? Well, there's rumors. Bubba <laughs> Fett will actually be in 8 and 9. How? He's dead. I told you he got out somehow. <laughs> ah. They cloned him again. <laughs> well, that, that, there could, you go, that yeah. could be. They just grew a new one and said, 
we're gonna make you wear gray suit again. They better not fuck this up. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for recaps. Recap it. All right. With that, let's just jump straight into the rumor mill. The rumors. Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah. Rumors. Going back to back to uh, Netflix TV series, I have read, and this is still just a rumor, that there is a Star Trek show being planned for Netflix, just hmm. like the Daredevil and all these other shows are being done. Live action? Yeah, live action. It's been pitched to, who was it, ABC or CBS? I don't remember who owns the original rights, the franchise, but uh, they're still waiting to hear back, and they think that... They're waiting to see. They think that CBS is waiting to see how well the Daredevil show does before they release Star Trek to be made into one of those TV series. Think it'll end up being any good? I mean, look at Enterprise. It yeah. only lasted what a season. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm with Kyle on the fact that I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. I mean, I like some of the movies. I can't sit and like get into the episodes and on them yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. But I appreciate the franchise for what it is, I guess, and it'd be cool to see it keep going. Uh, Deep Space Nine was the one I, I watched the most of, I think. No no experience with <laughs> Deep Space Nine. I, I mean, I remember being into uh, Next Generation when it was on TV years ago. But oh, that was a big deal when that came on. Yeah, but that's all for that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> you have something on Ant-Man, Jack, I think? They came out and are making rumors of the who the villain's going to be. They said he's going to be wearing yellow and black. And the rumor is it's going to be Yellow Jacket. Played by Guilford Galfrey. <laughs> I'm the yellow jacket! <laughs> but wow. everybody that knows Ant-Man knows that yellow jacket is Hank Pym. Right. It's one of his alter Oh, heroes, I so. see. It's, it's also a, a villain. It's a chick villain. There was, yeah. there was a girl that swiped that. She was running around as yellow jacket. Right. Back in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this. Uh, again, another sign towards... Bad movie, I think. With the other directors that end up leaving, they're out of creative differences. I wonder if that might have anything to do with it. From the makers of Bring It On comes Ant-Man. I <laughs> uh, don't know about that. We'll see, though. It could be good. I'd like to be proven wrong in these instances. I but want it to be. But me it's too. not looking like it. <laughs> so far, it's not. All right, any more rumors? No. That'll do it for the rumor mill. The rumors... <laughs> Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah. Rumors. Okay, now we've been, uh, well, I shouldn't say we've been. The last episode, we decided we need to put in a segment where we just stop and talk about comics a little bit because we were kind of straying away from the main focal point of this show is to talk about comics. There was so much X Men news coming out, though, we were getting kind of. Yeah, coming into the summer with it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, typically, we go around and just review one comic book we're into, new, old. Whatever it may be, uh, Kyle, do you are you a comic reader, avid comic reader? I'm assuming you are. Yeah, not so much as I used to be, but I get some stuff, you know, hand me downs. I have a friend who who reads a lot, so he passes stuff down. So I'm not actively buying per se, but whatever he passes on to me, okay. is is what I read from mainstream comics. But I pick up a lot of indie stuff at the conventions we go to. Oh, so um, if you're looking for stuff more indie. There's a series that I love that's called Bigfoot Sword of the Earth Man, and it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like John Carter of Mars, except instead of a guy from the Civil War, you've got Bigfoot on Mars. Sweet. Just yeah, it's rad. It's it's super clever. It's well drawn. It's you know high production values. It's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. I've so, never heard of it. What's so that it's called again? Book, Bigfoot. Big, Bigfoot Sword of the Earth Man. So it's a six issue miniseries. They just released issue number five. So that's that's a lot of fun. So if you yeah, if you get a like chance, we're all actively uh, writing this title <laughs> yeah. down. Really nice. <laughs> uh, very cool. Uh, How did you stumble on that? Was it just a convention find, or? Yeah, he's a he's an LA guy, and uh, I've kind of been doing not necessarily following in his footsteps, but we we've been working a lot of the same conventions. So very cool. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. His name's Josh. And uh, he's a great guy, and he's the writer, and just the series is fantastic. I think it's super cool, clever. I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, yeah. you don't really see too many uh, Bigfoot themed comic books. <laughs> no, <I don't> know. <laughs> Very cool. What about you, Jack? 
Uh, I was catching up on the the Flash fifty twos. Okay. So I started I started reading it from the annual that came out a couple months ago, and just got number thirty two, which picks up right after the annual. And I have to say, I'm kind of lost with <laughs> stuff that happened before, because it's dealing with Flash present time and then Flash like oh, 25 years in the future, and future Flash is killing a bunch of his enemies and running back to the present. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While Flash in the present time is, he's on a big, a huge uh, a case because I guess uh, there was a, a prison that a bunch of villains broke into, stole a bunch of weapons or something like that. A lot of people got out. And now there's a bunch of murders going on using like supervillain weapons, but it's not the actual supervillain because they've been in prison the whole time. So he's trying All to right. figure that out. Well, future Flash is coming back to the present to to fix the time stream. I don't know. It's hopefully it gets a little bit more. This is like um, Doc Brown explaining to Marty like all yeah. the different. <laughs> I was thinking Spaceballs. Oh, when will be now? Oh man! But uh, Future Flash is pretty sweet looking. He's not normal. The normal red. He's wearing. It's a. Uh, he's like more blue. Oh really? It's like black, and it, he's got a lot of mechanical parts on him. It's real futuristic looking. It's pretty wow. sweet looking. I'm still standing on the other side of the fence waiting for the 52s to Dang. run, to run yeah. their course before I jump <laughs> back into DC. I, I've tried the 52s, and again, I've said this before, with the exception of Joker's Daughter, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't really latch on to them. Hang on, i got to get the cat out of the room. He's picking up on the recording. <laughs> this was the door. Who's <laughs> <laughs> opening the squeaky door behind us? All right, sorry about that. All right, that's all I had to say on that, though. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Um, well, I've been kind of broke, so I'll, I'll probably talk about a book that, you know, I mentioned to you guys, actually. It's uh, We Three. We Three. Oh, oh come on. Which one was that? It was, was that the, 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 the animals? The, three, the cow? Yeah, yeah, I just read that like two weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. What'd you think of it? I thought it was, I thought it was good from what I had heard, because that came out like eight or nine years ago. When it came out, I remember hearing like, this is amazing. This is fantastic. So... Like on free comic book day, I bought that trade because all the trades were on sale. And uh, the art was good, a little spotty here and there, but uh, it was good. You know, I can't say it wasn't good, but uh, I don't know. I I was just expecting a little bit more, Mm -hmm. a little bit more story. It seemed a little truncated for only, you know, I think it was three issues maybe. But uh, maybe if it was a little longer, I would have gotten into it a little bit more. But uh, it was good. You know, that's good. It was good. I like (laughs) the little subtleties in it, like... They're trying to hint to like these were like animals that were missing for a while. And what, what exactly? I mean, in a nutshell. I mean, you don't have to tell the whole story, but in a nutshell, what was it about again? Because the cover, uh, just if I'm not mistaken, had like a, a cat's head on like a robotic body or something. Yeah, basically. I mean, they're like suits for them. Oh, okay. So they're like battle suits. Um, you, I guess you could probably make a Homeward Bound meets Assassins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these things were vicious. Like, they just yeah. added to it, you know? Um, they were sent out, they were set up so that they would go out and just murder, assassinate certain mobs or certain groups. Hmm. And then they ended up um, getting intelligence, like, just getting more smarter and smarter, and they started talking to each other. Realizing what they were doing. Yeah. Kind of. Hmm. It was wrong, and they were just trying to get out. Wow. I I, I think I'll just take your description and leave it that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was expecting more after the, I was over. I was like, hmm. Oh, you did get through it. Yeah, yeah. It, there's really no dialogue in it, hardly at all. Oh, really? Except for them talking like I has I has hamburger type <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Meet the writer. I loved your book. I write good. <laughs> I did feel bad for the rabbit though. Uh, yeah, he was just too. staticky towards the end. Should I read it? You've all three read it. Should I read it? I would say, just yeah, give it a shot. Give it, yeah. give it a shot. You're an animal. You just put the cat out. You should, you should read the book. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point, touche. All right. Well, the one I chose for this week was <clears throat> the. Now I haven't read any of the Batman '66 comic books. Not that I've been very interested, but Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman and Ty Templeton put out a Batman '66 meets meets the Green Hornet under the Dynamite label. I think it was. Yeah. I had to check it out because the cover was awesome. Adam West jumping around. 
Oh. Well, the, the cover was done. I'm gonna say Alex Ross. Oh really? Cover. I think so. I mean, the, it's a, obviously a painted cover here, but it looks like real life. And I love how um, Adam West is for the people at home jumping on the cover, like with a batarang in his hand, and his cape is all flared out behind him. What I love about it though is it looks like this is hard to explain. Do you remember like in the old show when they'd scale the building? And it just turned sideways. Right. It was yeah. them just crouched down and they had strings on their capes, like pulling them to look like they were hanging. Mm -hmm. This is kind of the same effect where it's painted to where like it was done at a photo shoot where maybe he's laying on the ground <laughs> and the, the cape is yeah. pulled out to look like it's flaring in the wind. Yeah, I see it. You know what I mean? I kind of got that. I mean, I thought that was really neat. The characters in the book look exactly like they did on the television and the story's starting to play out exactly like one of the episodes. But um, you meet the villain, what's his name, General Gum, I think it is, a guy who had a mishap with super glue. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little, it's a little out there. Um, but if you definitely like the old, you know, Batman 66 or the Green Hornet series, you'll love it. Is that Seth Rogen? What? Is this Green Hornet? <laughs> no, not the Seth Rogen Green Hornet, God forbid. 66 Batman and Seth Rogen Green Hornet. <laughs> All right. Any more on any more comic talk, fellas? I don't think I have any more, other than original sin. But you haven't. You're not caught up on that one, so I'm I can't only talk up to three, that and yet. that was crazy. So I just finished four, and oh. Oh, yeah. Let's let's hold off on that. Have you been reading original <laughs> sin at all, Kyle? No, I have not. Well, yeah. I guess you said you haven't bought any in a while. No, it takes a couple weeks to to filter down to me. So if, if he's buying, <laughs> then I'll get it in about a month or so. Beautiful. Uh, right. Did you end up finding an Aquaman defender? No. <laughs> man, man. We're looking still. That's why we got to call that out again on the show this week. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking to go to some cons this October. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping to uh, maybe spot someone dressed up as Aquaman or someone who ha you know is displaying traits of the Aquaman superfan. So we're trying. No luck as of yet, though. I thought for sure there'd be some hit back on the tweet on the Twitter. <laughs> when I sent that, I thought for sure there'd be something. Well, I, I just don't. I, don't, I hope people don't uh, think we're going to like going to make fun of them or anything. I just, yeah. I just want to understand it. You know, yeah. bring me. Up I feel here. like I, th I think I could defend Aquaman. You know, in in the pantheon of superheroes, you could do far worse than Aquaman and <laughs> the seas that he patrols and and all of that. But yeah, I'm not so much an Aquaman fan myself. Can do any uh, characters come to mind when you say they're much worse? I I fucking hate Green Lantern. Oh. Like, I, I just like the concept oh. of Green Lantern. Oh like, God. I think, look, they did a lot of, like, in space and whatever. But, and the core, cool, whatever. But just the idea of, okay, he's got a magic ring. Right. He's called Green Lantern, but it's the magic ring. And I, I don't know. I just don't get it. I just don't get how that character, especially, like, the Jay, what is it, Jay Garrett is the original one. And what think so. they've oh, yeah, sure. yeah, done to him, and just I don't know. I just don't get Green Lantern at all. Or his weakness was wood. Yes, wood? and then yellow, and then Something it's like just that. now. I guess apparently nothing. So whatever you can imagine, right. at the speed of thought, like that's one hell of a superpower. Right. But, it, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just I don't know. I just can't wrap my head around why people love him. And how he's endured, and how he's A-list, man. He's like a big deal. Oh, yeah. and, yep. and all of hims. It's not even just him. It's hims. All of the incarnations. <laughs> and like one per sector, but America, or not America, but, well, they're all American, aren't they? Yeah. So not even, yeah. not even the planet Earth, but just Americans <laughs> get to represent their sector. The universe is in danger. We need an American. Yeah, Earth has like three, and then Hal is like the, the big one all over the place. He's the, the real high lantern. Oh, really? Yeah. I can understand your feelings, Kyle. I, I enjoy reading some Green Lantern here and there, and every like in the movies and Justice League, it's fun mm -hmm. to watch. But it just seems too easy. The, just the concept of Green Lantern. Well, let's just make him a ring. Well, what's the ring going to do? Well, just anything. Anything Wait. he wants. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I don't know. If you limit the power the ring has, then that, that offers new stories. You know, he has new weaknesses mm -hmm. and kind of the same way with Superman. I heard Stan Lee say something about uh, Superman. He's always been a big fan of Superman, but one of his biggest um, complaints about the character is that he could do anything. Yeah. 
You know, he could, you know, move planets if he had to. What's going to stop him? And he's as strong as he needs to be. There's right. <laughs> and they don't ever, I mean, other, other than like, well, it's the yellow sun that makes him fly. You know, well, well, how? How does that make him fly? You know, <laughs> I don't know. And how come Green Lantern's ring doesn't affect him? The kryptonite's green. You what? think the Green Lantern's ring, because it's green and it glows green, you think that might affect Superman somehow? Well, does he have a, a weakness to magic, too? His ring isn't made of kryptonite. The well, green, he was well, thinking of green the color. Yeah. Oh, I'm confused now. It's a deadly uh, hue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. The deadly hue of green. Ironically, you're wearing a green shirt today. Alrighty. That's it about that. Any more comic talk, anyone? Uh, I'll take that as a no, yeah. and let's move right into... Real World Heroes. Okay, this week's hero is 24-year-old Corporal William Kyle Carpenter. And in 2010, he was on a tour in uh, Afghanistan, right? And uh, a grenade was chucked at him in his, uh, what is it, platoon or his group? His squad or His squad. I'm not familiar with these military terms. But... uh, yeah, a grenade was thrown in their midst, and he shoved his fellow soldiers out of the way and jumped on the grenade and took the brunt of the explosion. Oh. And it uh, blew off, like, half of his face, destroyed a lung. Uh, I mean, it really messed him up. He shouldn't have lived, obviously. But uh, after, like, 40 surgeries and, uh, like, a ton of skin grafts, he has, like, a prosthetic eye now. Hmm. And he is able to, uh, you know, be up and about. Wow. And live his everyday life. And, yeah, he just was awarded the Medal of Honor from I'm Barack Marina. Obama. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, well, I, that's crazy just to see a grenade. I and mean, he had to have thought, well, this is it. You know, I'm doing this for them. Wow. That's heavy. That's heavy yeah, stuff. Yeah, to be walking away from that, you know, there's, he probably at that, that time figured there's no way. Yeah, that's definitely worthy. Just <laughs> throwing them being in the Army. Those things are way louder than... You have to do that when you're in the Army, I'm sure? Yeah, we had to throw two. Wow. And I almost, <laughs> we were standing behind this, uh, it was like a cement bunker that was probably about, oh, four foot tall. Mm-hmm. And we had to hunker down, hold the grenade, uh, like reach back to throw it, and then throw it. And I'm a terrible throw anyway. And I cleared that wall by like an inch. <sighs> so oh, wow. it, it almost bounced and fell back in. <laughs> the drill sergeant about shit his pants. And, Get the hell out of here. I thought you were going to say you dropped the grenade and threw the pin or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> the poly shore <laughs> yeah. r3 r3 oh man but yeah the shockwave from throwing those because like if you weren't thrown you were standing back behind a big bunker uh probably yeah, maybe 100 yards away and still a shock from those things going off you could feel it inside wow so just a little like a three inch ball like baseball pretty much the explosion magnitude of those was crazy well i care never to find out yeah <laughs> <laughs> just take your word for it all right. So with that, uh, William Kyle Carpenter, you make it on our wall of justice. In the hall of heroes. So congratulations, William. All righty. Still with us there, Kyle? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to get the hell off of here. These guys are too weird. Is it different being on and listening to it now than actual the show when after it's on, like, live? You know, I was really expecting the, the little... Uh, the montage, the, the audio, I was really waiting for that to drop. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> man. Sorry, I'll, I'll figure out how to do that one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> so hit the keyboard button. Boom. Oh, <laughs> oh sh- Sorry about shit. that. One second. Technical difficulties. <laughs> that was a real life clip of what we're coming up for. <laughs> you just had a mic fly across the room. <laughs> give, me a, give me some vocals here, Jeff. Hello. I think Hello. we're good. Yeah. Good God. I think I sound better. Okay, let's tie uh, Jack's arms to his Put my hands on my lap. So angry. (laughs) Oh, man. All righty. Moving along, let's move into some stories here. I'll take the first one because I was so excited. Well, I can't say excited, but intrigued to read this. Mentioned something earlier about a Saved by the Bell movie. God, that's the worst (laughs) news ever. (laughs) Who here watched Saved by the Bell growing up? I did. I did. Just, I, uh, just every episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe? 
Um, I oh, mean, it came on. on like at five in the morning when I got up. Oh. It was on Saturday mornings. I didn't wake up that early on Saturday. I say I wasn't. In I remember it after school. I don't remember after Sunday mornings. It was after school. I thought. I watched it. Yeah, when I watched it, it was on Saturday mornings, probably around eleven. It was like the last of the cartoons. Huh. Well, anyway, it was a fun show. I mean, you obviously can't go back and watch it now and have a good time, but at the time, it was freaking awesome. Um, but what's going on is this movie isn't going to be in theaters. Get ready. It's going to be on Lifetime. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> I knew you guys would be excited. That's a huge blow. I have what's no that? idea what channel number that is. Does <laughs> Jesse still have a pill problem? <laughs> <laughs> I hope what is, so. What's that? I hope Jesse still has the pill problem. Oh, man. <laughs> Every time I see Jesse, I think of Showgirls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think all the guys do, probably, mm-hmm. though. If only Kelly Kapowski made Showgirls. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is called the Unauthorized Save by the Bell story. And this movie is being made from the book that Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech, put out called Behind the Bell. Where in the book, he was talking about, uh, well, he told a bunch of controversial stories about the cast during the show doing drugs and having sex and all this kind of stuff and he later revealed that most of the book was ghost written and a lot of the stories were exaggerated but they're still going ahead and making the movie is it going to be on the original cast? no 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 there's actually a picture of the new cast all all the kids have already been cast and it shows them posing together in their 80s clothes sitting on like uh, gym bleachers but it's going to be them playing the same cast the, the, the new group of kids playing Yeah, like Zach, Zach, Kelly, Zach Lisa, Jesse. Kelly okay. Yeah, yeah, all the all your favorites are there Screech doesn't have the curly hair anymore But other than that, they, they were pretty good And Zach Morris looked just like The original Zach Morris <laughs> But I, I'm going to have to Probably set the DVR to record that I'm ashamed to say Yeah, it's on Lifetime mm. But I, I love Saved by the Bell, it was so much fun And I want to see what kind of shenanigans These young teenagers went to Mr. Bell going to be back <laughs> I forgot about Mr. Belding. Wow, so, probably. Hey kids, remember Zach Morris's cell phone? Yeah. How badass that was. Yeah, the brick. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. So it's gonna be right on after uh, Still Mongolias. <laughs> uh, I bet I don't know, but probably. All right. Could have been worse. Could have been on the Hallmark, I guess. Oh. <laughs> Okay, uh, confession. Confession. I'll watch Hallmark in the evenings. I'm a big uh, fan of Frasier, and that's on Hallmark at night. That's a totally different story. Totally different story? Yeah. You don't watch the Hallmark channel. Every time I go to my mother in law's house, it's on the Hallmark channel, and it's like, uh, oh, what the the Ingalls. Laura Ingalls. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was about to yeah, say. Like it's always on that's what I was going to say, touched by an angel, but apparently they went even further back. <laughs> We're almost in the territory of Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Highway to oh heaven. Oh, my gosh. Oh, highway to heaven. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, I'll take Fraser over any of those. I'll, I'll even stop flipping through with Fraser's on sometimes just to watch it, but yeah. Oh, Fraser's. I love Fraser. That's a great show. Um, I just saw they actually added Walker, Texas Ranger. To the TV land lineup. Oh my god! <laughs> my stepmom loved watching that show. Oh, it's 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 good for a laugh, man. Get yourself a beer or something. Sit down, turn on Walker, and just laugh. It's a good time. I can't get past the opening credits. That's the best fucking part. It's In the like... eyes of Ranger are upon you. <laughs> oh come on! And it's Chuck Norris singing. It's so bad. It? It's good. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, him and his wow. brother did the show <laughs> on top of a bunch of movies. You know, it's funny. I read somewhere a long time ago that Chuck Norris was uh, always wondered why the show, you know, the show had been on for 12 years, why it never received any, like, uh, daytime TV awards or anything. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really, Chuck? Jeez. I didn't know he had a brother. Yeah, Aaron Norris. He's Aaron the one who, like... a shadow. <laughs> 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 oh man, you're gonna uh, whip out jokes from like ten years ago, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> okay. Uh, just a quick note: this past weekend was the 30th anniversary for the Karate Kid. 30 years oh, of man. wax on, wax off. Can you believe that? Yeah, I remember that cartoon. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It was a movie. Oh, yeah, the movie. You don't remember the cartoon? 
yes, but I that's not like... what stands out in memory. So wait, does that make of... Ralph Macchio 70 now? Oh, yeah, I think he is. What? Yeah. He's, You're kidding me. He was like 30 in that movie. Was he? Might have, I, yeah, I might have to look that up. Than... He was not a kid. Holy, Holy crap. Shit. Looks like Matthew Broderick, who he was 21 in Ferris Bueller. Was he? Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not know that. But yeah, I didn't know he was that old. 70? I don't know. I'm making that up. That was okay. a oh, oh, shit. <laughs> but <laughs> he's got to be a natural. <laughs> it's like he's been here before. So 30 years. I just thought I'd throw that out there. What was it? The last episode we said Ghostbusters and Gremlins was 30 mm-hmm. years. Yep. So a lot of big things coming up here. Remember the next Karate Kid? The girl. Oh, with Hillary uh, Hillary Swank. Yeah. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah, it was like in the late 90s, I think. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't think many do. I thought she was hot in that, <laughs> but not anymore. Yeah, she was cute. Yeah, then. Oh, you know, yeah. I think I did see that. That Wasn't there like a kid named Tum Tum in that? Yeah. No, you're thinking of, uh, oh, shit, Three Ninjas. Oh. <laughs> God, <laughs> someone hit me for remembering that. Did you see the remake of The Karate Kid? With, uh, uh... Oh, Will Smith's Will son? Smith's kid, yeah. No. <gasps> totally, it was stupid. <laughs> they totally redid everything on it, yeah. Yeah, no thank you. They had Jackie Chan in it, though. Yeah. He was alright as Mr. Miyagi, but... He's like, not Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi was drunk that entire movie in real life. Like, <laughs> he was. Really? Famously, he, he was drunk. Watch it again. He's hammered. That's awesome. Mr. Miyagi was drunk through... And he got an Academy Award nomination for it. <laughs> One Hammer. Else can say that. <laughs> Raging alcoholic. <laughs> well, whatever works for you, I suppose, right? Yeah, got into the role. Gosh, I was proud to go to his high school. You're gonna start showing up drunk every episode, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm character acting. He was kind of drunk in the movie anyway, so yeah, fit the part pretty good. Just catch oh, flies. Oh, they do. <laughs> Oh shit! Mom, Mr. Bally smells funny. <laughs> he offered me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's the eighties. <laughs> All right, moving on. I have. I don't remember what this is about, but I have something written down here that you have, Jack, about Korea. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco are doing a new movie called the Interview, and I might have their parts mixed up, but one of them is a TV host, and the other one is a producer. And they end up getting an interview with uh, Kim Jong Un. <laughs> and the trailer's online, actually. Yeah, yeah, I just saw the trailer the other day, oh, actually, man. and then I saw this article that popped up. But uh, in the movie, yeah, they're going to go interview Kim Jong Un, and the military ends up getting a hold of them to tr- do give them some training so they can assassinate him. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a comedy. So I don't know if it's going to really be that funny, but uh. The article I was reading today said Korea is pretty pissed about it. They don't like the fact really? that, yeah. And yeah. it's bad enough that, was it, American Team America made fun of his dad? Oh, yeah. So roaring. <laughs> <laughs> Amy. You, you know what they should splice in? Like, do that trailer again, and then uh, for the training, have it from Zoolander. <laughs> Obey my dog. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that part? Yeah. I do not. Do you really? Mm-mm. Oh, man. I don't remember Zoolander that... I mean, it was funny, but it, I didn't... I don't know. It was one of those stupid movies you had to watch. It didn't find a place in my heart like other movies. So you don't like Ben Stiller, though. No, I don't. No. I don't like Ben Stiller. <laughs> He's not funny. Go the fuck away, Ben Stiller. All right. Anyway. But yeah, that's really all about it. Just that Korea's not too happy with them for making the movie. Jeez. Launch the nukes. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> They're going to fire a missile at Hawaii again. Surprised Dennis Rodman hasn't gotten in on that. <laughs> <laughs> the point. ambassador to North Korea, Dennis yeah. Rodman. <laughs> oh, God. oh, my God. How ridiculous was that? Visited by giants. <laughs> All right. They wear dresses. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say something on this last week, but I uh, forgot they're making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It has been confirmed, and it's going to be kind of like they did with uh, Alvin. Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Smurfs, what live the action with CG. So we got Jason Lee and Janelle White. <laughs> <laughs> you say Janelle White, uh, Urkel? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> You've been. He would about kill for that. Issues. He would kill for that right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a little laughs> I need like, that work. sounds like I'll a good idea. It's commercial if I have to. Just give me work. <laughs> Holy you, crap. Uh, yeah, it's going to have all the uh, familiar characters, though, I guess, other than just Sonic, like Knuckles and Tails and miscellaneous character number four, and I don't remember. Is Mike Pollock going to be in it? Ooh, good question. They'd have to have Dr. Eggman in there. They'd oh, probably yeah. make him live action since he is human. I, he's not really human, though. Uh, he's just a chubby guy. Well, I remember what they yeah. did with. Uh, you know, I remember in uh, the Smurfs movie, Hank Azaria did Gargamel. Yeah, he did pretty good. I, I hope they do a CG one. So Mike, that'd be awesome to have Mike's voice in there. Yeah. Mike Pollock uh, is the gentleman who does the intro for our show every week, saying, uh, "You're listening to the Candair Podcast," and he's also the voice of Doctor Eggman. So that would be sweet. And the Fox Box. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we have uh, Sonic Boom coming out. Uh, he voiced uh, Eggman in the upcoming Wii U game. Hmm. So, people who are fans of Sonic the Hedgehog, look out for that. All I'm right. I'm that song every time you say Sonic Boom. What? Sonic Boom. Oh, I've, I've never heard the song. <laughs> you never heard that song? Mm-mm. That's all they say in it. Sonic Boom, Sonic Easy money made by someone right there, huh? Yeah. It's, it's just a high-pitched sound, and then it goes lower. We need a theme higher. song. How about Sonic Boom? Sonic Boom! Here's your money. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving along. Let's just uh, jump right over to our review with Kyle Roberts of The Dark Hours. Thanks again for being with us, Kyle. It's been fun thus far. Absolutely. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into comic book writing? Well, I first got into comics, of course, when I was a kid. So I was reading comics all through junior high. And uh, when I was in college, I, I happened to be fortunate enough to, uh, through a friend of a friend, get uh, a job at Image Comics at Extreme Studios, which was Rob Liefeld's company, as a ink assistant. So basically an indentured servant. So working <laughs> under the main inkers, I would do all the backgrounds, all the tech, and I would get paid about $10 a page more or less and each page would take me about a day so it was brutal but it was a lot of fun i worked with a lot of great and talented people and uh so i was there for about two almost three years and then uh moved on to other things and became a teacher so i'm actually an art teacher right now high school art teacher oh very cool and um just one of my coworkers. he's an english teacher he he does his own independent films we just got to talking about uh, collaborating on a project, and he had this script laying around that he intended for it to be a film or, or something along those lines or a video game. And he gave it to me, thought, uh, you know, basically asking if we could do anything with it. And it became the three issue miniseries that we've, we're talking about now, The Dark Hours. And yeah, what a fun read that was. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I, I'm yeah. a big fan of like uh, Western stuff to begin with but western and vampires i I haven't seen that before (laughs) not really aliens that's the only other one that you've seen really yeah i I like this better um i could definitely see it as a movie or a video game yeah 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 for sure yeah for sure is there Um, any uh sorry go ahead no i'm glad you guys liked it that's fantastic (laughs) i like hearing that it was a blast i i was glued to it typically when i'm reading comics even comics that uh you know, are my favorites. I've got to sometimes go back and check the panels over again. I was glued to this thing, really glued to it. I, um, in the second issue in particular, there was a, there was a, uh, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. I don't want to spoil. Say anything, anything you want. Absolutely. We're not hiding anything from anybody. All right. Oh, awesome. <laughs> a, uh, a vampire comes back to the rest of his group who are hiding out in the desert outside the small town of redemption where all the problems seems to be happening. Correct. Yes. And, uh, Part of his punishment for failing his mission was the uh, lead vampire told him that he was not to come in their cave, was it? Or, Basically, uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and that he had to bury himself in the sand if he wanted yeah. to stay alive. I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> awesome. Now, the guy who helped you out, Luciano? Yeah, his, well, he goes by Brian. So Brian Brian Barsulia is is my the co-creator. So he created, he wrote the screenplay, and then the two of us have... You know, turned it into a comic series. Okay, very cool. Now you had mentioned that he also was had done some like major Hollywood movies. Is that right? Well, not quite Hollywood. So what what Brian does is twofold. He um 
he runs the SoCal Film Festival, which is in Huntington Beach, California. Okay. So it's all independent films. So that's his festival that he runs. And he has also made a few feature-length films. They're, they're all ultra-low budget. But, you know, as... As you know, as an art teacher, I, I really appreciate not well, just not even just as an art teacher, but just as a person, I appreciate people who who create and and Absolutely. Brian does that. So he he's written some novels, you know, nothing that has been. I mean, he self publishes his novels, he self produces his films, he self distributes his films. So you know, it's just it's it's inspiring to see someone just pursue their their passions. Exactly, so to be involved yeah. with him making this is is a lot of fun. Well, yeah, it sounds like it. Now, does, are any of these uh, available to the public at all? His film, you should be able to find a few. So I think you can find Zombie Farm on Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, his other films, I don't know how accessible those are right now, but um, he just finished filming Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So that's oh, really. So he actually had. Um, no, I'm drawing a blank now. Mickey Rooney, right before he died, had a small part wow. in the film. Holy cow! Yeah. So that's yeah. Our, his little claim to fame is he he. Mickey Rooney's last acting job was in his adaptation. Wow. So he's yeah that's he's amazing. in post production on that. So I think that's coming out. I think in the fall. So I don't know exactly how wow. he's going to be distributing it. But uh, I think people can find it online. Doctor, well, I'm not even going to be able to remember the website right now. Oh, that's but okay. we'll, they can uh, seek we'll, it out. We'll, they, I'm sure it won't be hard to find. Sure. Maybe we can find something to put on the website uh, along with this post. What about the books? <clears throat> Where can someone buy those at? The books that he's written? No, no the, Darkest oh, the, Dark, hours, the Dark Hours you can find on Indie Planet. So um, if you want to order hard copies, you can get both issue one and issue two on Indie Planet. Or if you are have a Comixology account, you can get the first issue through Comixology right now. And then I think we are on DriveThroughComics.com also. So if you like the digital comics thing, you can get both comics at DriveThroughComics. Digital is nice to have, but I like the paper. Yeah. yeah. I like to have them both, honestly. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's just because I have a problem. <laughs> so you have you have another – there's one more – uh, three of three coming out. Right, right? issue three is in the works. We're hoping to have it done in the fall. How long does it take to make one of these issues? About seven. I mean, did... seven months, give or take. Wow. Now, now is that that's from drawing board to like in your hand reading, or is that just the drawing and putting the story together? That's you know from starting the first page to it, the print copy being in our hands. It's about wow. seven months. I would say, I mean, all the intricate artwork in this book, yeah, that's yeah. still pretty darn quick. Especially <laughs> being black and white with all the shading, the yeah. straight lines and the shading and stuff. Yeah, that would take forever. I, I always felt like the black and white shading, like, uh, what do they call it, cross-hatching mm. shading, would be the hardest stuff to do. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, am I wrong? No, it's it's time-consuming. It, it It is. Because, mm. you know, I'm, well, it's it's basically a one-man production where, when it comes to the art. So I do all of the penciling, all of the inking, all the lettering. So it's wow. it's just me. So On yeah. top of teaching high school. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. Go ahead. Now, uh, be honest. Were you doing some of this at school? <laughs> just a little bit. The, one of the beauties of, of my, my job is that I'm allowed to do work with the students. So So some of it gets done while the students are working on their projects. But mostly it's just mornings. I get up really early before school. I'm at my desk, and I'm working before the kids get in the classroom. That's dedication right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have one heck of a talent, man. I cannot wait to read the next one. You said that's out about December? December would be the lat. There's no way we're going past December. I'm secretly hoping to have it done by Halloween, but I, you know, I put it in the book, December. So if I miss my October cutoff, that's like my super secret hope it'll be done by halloween but there's no way it'd be cool to get it out by halloween yeah, yeah that would be cool but there's no way i'll miss no, it, december that's like the latest it'll be right <clears throat> so it's basically o- over promising or under under promising <laughs> now like if uh, this does as well as i think it's going to do i mean could that spur more books more mini series of this of the dark hours or is this pretty much it, no or? it's it's going to be open so we've we've got a, a skeleton in place for the the story of the town following these events 
So it's just a matter of uh, demand. You know, if, if enough people want to do it and we've got the time and the inclination, we'll, we'll tell more stories in this town and with these characters. I'm definitely intrigued. I will definitely be wanting to see more. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of uh, bummed out as sucked into these books as I've been to know there's only one more to read. I was yeah. like, oh, come <laughs> on. So you'll definitely have to let us know when you get uh, this next issue out or any upcoming projects. We can have you back on you the bet. show and yeah. talk about it. I will keep you in the loop, absolutely. We'll throw all the links up to get it on uh, our website also. Thank you. Sweet. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for being on today. It's been quite a pleasure. I th- think that's probably going to do it for us mm-hmm. uh, this week. Uh, you can find us on www.cannedairpodcast.com. What do we have on there, Jack? Oh, just recaps of the shows, some trailers, <laughs> a contact us page. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> There's also links to our apps in both top corners of the, the website. One for oh, the Amazon yes. app for Android and one for the iOS app for Apple devices. Also, there's the Candair game store. I always, I always step on this or slip on that one. Saying the Candair game? Yeah, the Candair game store. You slipping up there makes makes me want there to be one. I <laughs> Maybe we should look into getting a game of some kind. It'll just be like the Candair satellite. Just <laughs> it's just Pong with the, the satellite <laughs> bouncing asteroids bouncing around. <laughs> also, the Candair video store where you can get all the, the best movies that you want. Blu-ray, DVD, and I think digital also. All straight from Amazon. Oh, yeah. So check it out, people. You can also find us on Twitter at Canned Air Pod. Find us on there. Send us a message. If you know the Aquaman fanboy or girl, send them our way. We would love to talk to them. We're not going to hurt them. We no. just want to ask them some questions. We are nice guys. We're not going to be rude. We're not going to make fun of you. We just want to see what makes you tick. So anyway, until then, I am Jeremy Colley. Jack Doherty. Jeff Holcomb. And thanks again for being with us, Kyle. Thank you. You guys are fantastic. Keep it up the great work. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. And we'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening and subscribe. He did it all for the nookie. It's Ask Dave. Would you rather be half your height or double your weight? Half my height or double my weight. Mm-hmm. Well, how am I going to answer that, Jeremy? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm happy with the way I got. If you had to choose. Well, I'd probably be half the size of carrying, the carrying around the extra weight. I mean, it will slow your ass down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can get around pretty quick if you're half your size. That's true. You can be fucking real fucking fast, you know. You'd be like uh, Tattoo from Fantasy Island. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Ask Dave. If you have a question for Dave, go to CandairPodcast.com and send him a question. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.